1: Co-worker of yours. Jaden Daniels should be the guy. If I were the Chicago Bears right now, I would take Jaden Daniels out of LSU. That is not a knock on Caleb Williams. That is a plus in Jaden Daniels. I think, number one, when you watch all these guys play, the best thrower, the best guy against man coverage, ball placement-wise, is Jaden Daniels. Number two, when we're talking about explosive play, like guys who have to throw the ball downfield, what does it look like? Jaden Daniels throws the ball best downfield. That was Dan Orlovsky earlier this morning. I think that was on Get Up today. And I just, Josh, I, I just, I feel like we're having prospect fatigue here. I really, really do. With these guys, I'm not. It, I know. I, I don't know why. But I'm, I'm glad it's me and you talking because, like, you have been somewhat down on Caleb Williams. I just, I, I think he's going to be good.
2: I just don't think he's first overall good. Like, look at USC. Like, it wasn't like he was elevating them to this. Crazy Uh, good level. I'm
1: glad you're bringing that up because that's a key thing for me. That man was willing that team to wins that they did not deserve. Their defense was bottom 100. They should not have won the games they did. Now, was he bad at times under... Yes, the Notre Dame game specifically. He is not a perfect prospect. I've said it a few times on air. I think guys like Andrew Luck, Trevor Lawrence, I even was telling you this morning, I thought at the time, coming out of Clemson, I really like Deshaun Watson. I kind of like them all more than I like Caleb Williams. I think a lot of the 2018 draft class as well. I was a big fan of most of that 2018 class, namely Darnold, Lamar Jackson, and Josh Allen. But this just feels like we've heard about this guy now, for realistically three years because when he was a freshman at Oklahoma he popped off under Lincoln Riley he was amazing wins the Heisman sophomore year and then junior year it was just the you know the hoopla of Caleb Williams second year at USC are they gonna make the playoffs he's clearly a prodigy the whole thing and I think that's the big problem is is we're having this prospect fatigue of we've heard too much about him I mean it's it and it feels like it's every draft season of just we get to this point and everyone's actually terrible You're actually wrong that you ever liked any of of these guys. They're all bad. And this is what happens, Josh, when all we do is just stare at tape and film and pick and prod at every single piece of their game or their character, you eventually come away hating the
2: guy. Right. Yeah. Because you you pick everything apart and you find all the negatives because you want to make sure that you're not going to pick someone that's bad. Exactly. And you're like, wow, this actually, this guy's really negative. Mm Mm-hmm. When when you're overlooking all the great positives. So that's where I'm at like with Caleb Williams because I'm like, you know, Caleb Williams is like, uh, it's hard because I don't really like him at one. But I'm also looking at Jaden Daniels and saying, yeah, he looks great. But he's also surrounded by LSU. I was going to say, that's so the Jay Daniels so thing.
1: He's, he's much skinnier than you'd like at his size. He's 6'3", but he's under 200 pounds. I actually can't wait to see what he weighs in at because I think mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a really big thing because he does take some punishing hits. But he throws one of the prettiest deep balls you're ever going to see. He's got incredible athleticism. He really did elevate that LSU team, which also had an atrocious defense, by the way. But the difference was his number 1 wide receiver wasn't Brendan Rice, who we're all trying to build up as, oh, you know, he might be a sneaky good wide receiver like in this draft class, his route running is atrocious. Where nope. Jaden Daniels has two guys at wide receiver who both are likely going in the first round. Right. Yeah,
2: I mean, you have... It, it's Roman Dunze and... Not Roman Dunze.
1: No, no, he's, he's got um, Malik Neighbors and Malik then Brian Neighbors. Thomas yep. Jr. Yep.
2: Yeah, I knew Brian Thomas Jr. Like, I always get Dunze and Neighbors confused for some reason. I don't know why. They're so the 2-3. Yeah. You're always talking but, about them together. But I also look at somebody like Drake May, and he is kind of the scenario of... You look at how USC is where it's like Caleb Williams and then what else? With Drake May, it's kind of the same thing. It's it's, it's almost the but, exact
1: same thing. His stats got better or his production got better once Tez Walker rejoined the fold for North Carolina. Right. He had to deal with issues of, of transferring over, and the NCAA said, no, that's not okay. And then like week six, they're like, actually, never mind. That's cool. And then he popped off. Tez Walker's also somebody who I would— Think is like a fascinating idea in like the third, maybe even fourth round. His name is somewhat dipped a little bit, mm-hmm. but it, you know he he threw thirty eight touchdown passes his first uh, year as a full starter for North Carolina as a redshirt freshman. This year he only threw twenty four, and I just I don't know. I'm, I'm hearing Merle Hodge out here talking about he's actually not that athletic. He's too erratic. I'm like he's too erratic because team's awful, right? And wh- yeah. what do you mean not that athletic? He's a smaller version of Josh Allen. He runs around a ton. He extends plays. He takes big hits. He's willing to dish out hits. Like I just, I, for me, it it just it constantly feels like we're getting prospect fatigue. Of we're just going to tear down these prospects until oh, no one's actually that good. Like Merle Hodge is the perfect example. He has Caleb Williams like a second round pick, or a, a second round pick, I think. And then Drake may the same thing. And I'm like, enough! Like this is ridiculous. Yeah, that's that, that's that's a ridiculous. little too far. <laughs> yeah, because then great. I would love to know who any quarterback you've ever had is like a first-round pick. I want you to go through it. And even then, when he was talking about Williams, he was like, I've watched four games. So you picked the four worst ones? Because he's had other ones. And don't get me wrong, I think he runs around too much in the pocket. I don't think he settles his feet too, uh, enough for me. But those are issues that will work themselves out when you get to the pro game. I can't stand this whole idea that you actually can't improve once you get there. It's the same reason why when Allen was coming out, you heard all these old coaches and old scouts go, you actually can't teach accuracy. Really? Look at baseball for 80 years where they were like, yeah, like if you can throw the ball fast, I can teach you control. And then we actually had smart people show up and go, yeah, like just it's all in your hips and your foot placement. What? I'm stunned. That's insane. I could have never thought of that. That's unbelievable that a coach actually coached. The one thing, though, that I get to with Caleb Williams is the
2: mental aspect of things because, yes, you can – teach a player to be better physically and be better with accuracy or throwing power or even with like wide receivers, like catching and running and things like that. But one thing with Caleb Williams, like we saw in that Notre Dame game especially, is can he handle the pressure? A bad
1: offensive line.
2: A bad offensive line. Can he handle
1: that's, the early years where, I mean, he's going to the Bears likely, right? That, right. That's the kind right. of foregone conclusion they're going to trade fields he goes to the Bears. Their offensive line, they've been trying to figure that out for a few years, even with fields. Mm-hmm. And he's going. And Fields is very mobile, too.
2: So that's yeah. where it's like, yeah, Fields has kind of succeeded because he can get away from that pressure. Yeah. Now, Williams, Williams is a better
1: thrower coming out of the draft than Fields was. Right, but Williams isn't as mobile, in my opinion. He's not as fast. That, that, that is absolutely yeah, correct. Right. F- Fields is a burner. Williams is much more – he can get away. I, I do compare him a little bit to Patrick Mahomes in that sense, where he's not going to blow you away with his 40 time, but when he gets open, he, he can go and he can extend plays. But that's where I just wonder, like, yes,
2: you can kind of teach that and – Obviously, just you know make your team better and mm-hmm. figure things out that way, but I just wonder you know how much of that is going to carry over into the n f l of him being able to handle that pressure of mm-hmm. Greg Rousseau coming in off yeah. the edge or you know Ed Oliver coming up the middle like it's It's a different game, but it's also
1: the same game. Yeah, exactly. It's it's different. As as much as it gets different, it ultimately stays the same. But like, and that's and and to just finish up here, to go back to the original point, which is the audio we played from this morning of Dan Orlowski saying he would take Jaden Daniels. Look, that's great that you can think that way. If the Bears did that after all the hype with Caleb Williams and the fact that he really didn't prove anybody wrong, he, he was very productive at USC this year. The team ultimately wasn't very good. I mean, they fired their uh, defensive coordinator. That was like a known thing. I. <laughs> That's a tough sell to fans, and that's half the battle here. It's a tough sell to fans. Williams has been productive every single year in college. And it's not like the Bears are an atrocious team. They should have DJ Moore. I think they should try to bring back Darnell Mooney and then draft somebody like Roma Dunze. And you could cook really, really fast with that team. All right, that's going to do it for us today. We do have a Sabres game tonight. They are finishing up their two-game road trip in Florida. They take on Tampa Bay tonight, 7 p.m. puck drop, 6 p.m. pregame. And coming up next for more on that, Sabres Live, you're listening to WGR.